welcome to the 187th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Hooray! We're moving up there. Wow. Here we are. Indeed we are. Yeah. So I never really got to finish my story last episode, last intro, about the shark movies Christine and I have been watching. Oh, yeah. So we watched three recently that one I would recommend and two I would Definitely recommend. This is payback for Skeleton Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The one I would recommend is actually like you got to push past the low budget graphics. But Black Demon was actually pretty interesting. I enjoyed it. It's like a sci-fi eco horror film. Like Deep Blue Sea. Yes. I wouldn't call it sci-fi. Because it's, it's more on, like, mythology and, like, folklore. Yeah, that's a better idea. Don't know if it is an actual legend in the, the setting or if it's just something they made up for the movie, but it's definitely not, like, scientifically altered sharks. It's like, no, you anger to God. Yeah. Interesting. I would recommend that one. And then the two that I would recommend, this one I would put the CGI on Birdemic levels, slightly above Birdemic levels. Really? Slightly above? (laughs) No, okay, yeah, slightly above Birdemic because it's not just static clip art. Yeah. Like the sharks actually move-ish. You just never see them fight sharks because the camera always is slightly above where the sharks should be. And that was uh, Empire of the Sharks, which is the first one. And what was the second one called? Planet of the Sharks. Oh, Planet of the Sharks. Yeah, that's the sequel. So good in the same way Skeleton Man is so good. I'm excited. Which is to say, not. (laughs) (laughs) I will say... I did not go, what did I miss watching those two, though? Yeah, there there was no, like, this is a different movie that got spliced onto this real moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're definitely, they're at least narratively consistent. <laughs> we keep bringing up Skeleton Man so often, like, eventually we're just going to have to get a member of the cast or crew to, like, play a game with us or something. Oh my gosh. That's when we'll do the entire undead, like the, the Bloodlords or whatever it is, AP. That could be fun. Sure. Have you watched Sharks of the Corn? Not yet. No. Sharks of the Corn? Is that a thing? It is. I need to. Okay, that's that's going on the list. People are saying there are large great white sharks swimming in the corn stalks. What? Why? How? Because let's be real, it can't be worse than Maximum Overdrive if we're going on Stephen King movies that are possibly parodies. I'm excited to watch Shark Side of the Moon. What? Sand Sharks. Sky Sharks. Noah's Shark. (laughs) Noah's Shark. Uh, That's copyrighted. We're going to make that movie now. Excuse us. We'll be back. We have to get two of every animal on this arc, except there are sharks taking them out as we're trying to get them on. Say no more. Say no more before somebody else takes it. I just found an article from two days ago on the Weather Channel. Florida's cocaine sharks might be consuming drugs being dumped into the water. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, it's Florida. I just like Florida's cocaine sharks might be consuming drugs. So there was something about cocaine before the drugs were being consumed? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they weren't just doing cocaine. Now they're doing like bath salts and methamphetamines. They're really out of control. (laughs) Okay, but since when has a shark needed bath salts to bite off someone's face? (laughs) But isn't it a little weird that the reporting authority is the Weather Channel? That's fair. Maybe. I don't know anymore. So, so this, this dark sanctum, unholy sanctum, that's the word I was looking for last episode that I could not for the life of me remember. Yeah, what about it? It's a lovely place. The Forge. The Dark Forge. The Deep Forge. 
the Shadow Forge. Wait, is the Sanctum where like Sangria comes from? Yes. Okay, so we got a door <laughs> to the east, and we got three doors to the west. Two doors to the west probably lead to the same place. So, do you want to do the one to the east first, just because it's separate than the other three? Sure. I also didn't go into that room with the wheel of motivation. Not much in there. That was about it. Okay. Soraya and Brianna already kind of scoured it, checked it out, and stuff. And Knife Sword broke it. Yes, Knife Sword destroyed the Wheel of Encouragement. Can we give me a hero point for destroying the wheel? I think we should. Yes, I, I will give Knife Sword a hero point for that because that was acting heroically. Weird. Well, that and like he was also asleep, so I imagine that's cathartic for him as well, and he feels sympathy for these people. Yeah. It's like he's playing a character. What? I know, and that's why I want to reward him for like making informed decisions. Absolutely, 100%. All right, so Knife Sword now has three hero points. Twin Talon has three hero points again, because he has two carryover and one for the start of the session. Ooh has three hero points, two that carry over, one to the start of the session. Knife Sword has three hero points. All three will carry over unless he uses them. Soraya has two hero points, one carry over and one for the start of the session. And Brianna has three hero points. Two carryovers, one for the start of the session. All right, start critting, crit fishing. To the east, what's in that dope? Or I guess listen to the door. Yeah, you want to do that? Listening to the door. Also, I don't think you healed me 90 hit points that I healed myself last episode. No, I did not, but I will do that right now. <laughs> I was down 31, so. Yeah, blood squirts out your eyes. Ugh. Hot. Yeah. Blood squirts out your eyes. That's what all the ladies love. Okay, is this door to the east here locked? It is not locked. You don't hear anything. Okay, it's not locked. I don't hear anything. Gonna open the door. I prepared explosive runes. No, this triple decker bunk beds with lumpy mattresses fill every corner of this room. Other than the beds, the room contains rags, tattered clothing, lumpy soap, and a couple of low quality combs with some broken teeth. You also see six dwarves asleep in the bed. Okay, so Twin Talon will look back and be like, I think there's some more slaves in here and he'll move in. Yes, they are wearing those same rags as the other people were on the wheel. So it is a fair guess. I mean, I don't think people purposely or voluntarily slip in triple decker bunk beds. Like that sounds rough. Especially if you're in the middle one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or on the bottom. If you're on the bottom, you just have a terror. You're going to get crushed. I don't know. It sounds a little familiar to me and Haya, I'm sure. Like in the middle bunk, you got farts coming down from the top bunk and burps coming up from the bottom bunk. Yeah, but you can then send your own burps and farts to the top and the bottom as well. That's true. Anybody else imagining just little like green clouds just like around the room? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. It smells of unwashed bodies. <laughs> okay, so let's go in here and wake these people up. Brianna will follow Twin Talon and kind of gently be like, Hello, everybody. We do not wish to alarm anyone. We are, we are here to ensure your safe return. To Kovlar, we have dealt with your captors, or at least the ones in the immediate vicinity. Is anybody hurt? Seriously hurt? And she will again pull out her water skin and any ration she has in order to share with whoever needs and start looking at any scrapes, bumps, and bruises and heal up as best she can. All right. That'll take about 10 minutes to do that. Most of them look physically okay. They're just exhausted, completely run down. Okay. Fintel will help pass out the rations and stuff and start ushering them toward the surface. Yeah, especially if the other group hasn't gotten too far ahead. Like if they knew there were other slaves like in the next room, I feel like we would have gotten a group together before sending them on their way. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So after a little bit of time, about 10, 15 minutes, they're all packed up with what little gear of theirs they have. They thank you all profusely and they start heading out of this area and back towards the surface. Super good. All right. So I think Ooh is at the northernmost western door. Yes. Shall we open it? I'll give a little peeky poo. Sure. Peeky poo away. Peeky poo away. All right. I would like to listen first. All right. Let me roll a perception check. Wait, we know what's on that side, right? Like we know, we know some things. What do we know? The only thing we know is that somewhere in the, they said in the next room, so it could be any one of these doors or maybe all of these doors, that there is a forge where they're being forced to smith something they thought looked like a mold, like a spherical mold of some kind. And there's an undead guardian. That's all we know. So could be any of these doors or all of them. So as you listen here, you hear the sound of metal ringing out. It sounds like hammers hitting metal to forge something, which kind of meets up with what you were told. All right. I'm going to check the door for traps, I guess. Should I worry about that? Twin talent, do I need to worry about this? I mean, I would always worry about it. All right. As you check the door for traps, you do not detect any traps. You don't see anything. Smells good to me. All right. I open the door very quietly. All right. Go ahead and click on the door to open it. Bam. Oh. Hello. What is that? Ugly. So it's like an undead dwarf with fire coming out of its mouth. And it is large. Yeah. Large sized. An immense four-sided forge looms in the center of this large cave. Its interior aglow with bubbling magma that heats the room to a sweltering temperature. Massive anvil sits before each of the forge's arched openings, while a dark metal pipe siphons smoke out of the forge up into the ceiling to the west. You see seven slaves toil here, watched by this creature that you see. It looks large and it spots you as soon as the door opens. Damn it. I close it immediately. <laughs> I think we have been spotted. From what little I see, it looks like all three of these doors go to the same room. So that's weird that they would have built something like that. But uh, here we are. Should we wait for it to come to us? Uh, I mean, if it's large, none of these doors are sized for that. We would have to squeeze. Yeah. It's a kind of Kool-Aid man through. I mean, we could open all three doors and attack it on three fronts. Oh, yeah. We could. Or if we bring it to the door that we're at, the door to the south could be used to hit it on the bottom side. Or yeah, sweep, sweep out the westernmost door and come around behind it. Because if it's over here, once it's situated here, go to go to the southernmost door and then you would prime position to just pop up the flank. Yeah, that sounds great. So Twin Town's going to run around to the southern door and kind of wait to see where it comes from. Looks like Brianna has gone to the bathroom. See, don't come in here. <laughs> okay. It is stinky. She did say she was going to poop. <laughs> I would like to make sure that I am raging before I do anything else. And I would like to try to take my Dread Marshal stance. All right. So when you roll for initiative, you're going to roll with intimidation. And then we'll also, we'll use that as your Dread Marshal stance as well. Looks like she's got rage twice. Oh, she's really angry. All right. Ooh, go. All right, go smash. Open the door and run in. All right, stop. Everyone stop. Everyone calm down. Calm down. We are calm. Wait, wh why did you go back? I don't know what we're doing. You said calm down, so I, I'm calming down. Calm down. Just calm down. Yeah, the plan was open the door and lure it to us, so it has to come into the corner. Oh, 
Oopsie. Well, I saw Ooh run in, and that's where we're going to put her back to. Damn it. We're going to lure it to the corner. Okay. Rah! Okay, charge! <laughs> She's raging. I understand. We were not specific. I was in the bathroom. I wasn't sure we were luring anything. All right. Everyone roll initiative. Let's go ahead and do that. And then, ooh, remember to change your initiative from perception to intimidation. Intimidation. Daytona. Daytona intimidation? I rolled very poorly. I did okay. But how did I do? Not great. (laughs) Not terrible, but not great. Better than me, I think. Looks like she's last in initiative. She has a 24. I rolled a 38. Wait, where? I can see what I rolled. It's above Soraya. Oh, 38. All right, let's fix that. I don't know why. Whoop, still good, but not as good as I did. So uh, let's go through initiatives. Let's start with Christine. What did Soraya get? A 31. 31, Haya. Not great again for a 27. 27, all right. Heidi? 38. 38, there we go. Matt? So Talon rolled a 5 for a 33. All right, and Rob, what did Knife Sword get? He got a 41. That's pretty good. Not as good as I have, but you know, that's fine. So I'm going to go first. All right, how far away are you? Oh, Ooh is not that far away. She is right up next to them. So we're just going to attack Ooh, you know, whatever. I made a mistake. No big deal. And you see this chain that is kind of dripping fire coming off of it, and it swings it at you. I would like to evade. All right. She can pick up that skill. That is a 39 to hit. It'll hit. Alas, I cannot liberate you. Can you give me a fortitude save? Fortitude save. Its attack bonus is equal to her AC. 37. Ooh, that is a fail. Would you like to hero point it? Yeah, sure. All right. Big money. Come on, Heidi. Roll them. 41. 41 is a success. Hell yeah. Which is a critical success. Ooh, yes. You don't feel drained as much as I wanted you to. Must be nice. But you do take 32 points of damage, 29 slashing, 3 fire. Jeez. Did we give Ua fire resistance ring? I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, no fire. Yes, no fire. So let me give you back the three. Second attack with the chain. Chain, chain, chain. So the chain is on fire and also makes you fake a fortitude save every time it hits you? Yep. Jeez. That's a critical hit with a 43 against Ooh. No, it's not. Take one of my hero points and reroll. All right, fine. Reroll and keep the worst results. Here he comes. Boom. That is a critical hit for a 43 instead of a 46. For fuck's sake. Ooh, go ahead and make a fortitude save for me, Heidi. Yeah. 37. 37 is a failure. Would you like to hero point it? Uh, yeah. Come on, big money. Nope. Not today. Ooh. Okay. So that is 37 is a regular fail. So you are drained two. Woof. When I fail on a fortitude save that deals damage, I have the damage I take. That's halved. There's no damage. It's a status. Yeah. So for those of you who don't remember what doomed is or drained, sorry, you lose your level times the drain value in max hit points and total hit points. 
So if you're hit by an effect that inflicts Drain 3 and you're a third level character, you lose 9 hit points. So since you're level 14 and you're hit by a Drain 2, you lose 28 hit points from your max hit points, and then you also lose 28 from your current hit points. And because this isn't a direct damage, it's a condition of the status, that also is not halved. Correct. Then you get hit with 24 points of slashing damage because you ignore the fire because it was only three and you have resistance five. All right. And then for its last action, it's going to... Take a nap. No? Who oh. just ran in and said Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> Take a step back. That's its turn. Knife Sword, you're up. By the way, ooh, your stance did go off. Cool. All right. How high is the ceiling in here? In here, it is 200 feet. It is a very high domed ceiling. There is a pit of lava in the center. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Drag it into the lava. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll do that instead. <laughs> We're going to do a seventh level gravity well. Oh, boy. So let me place my 30 foot burst. And yeah, we're casting Gravity Well, and we're going to try to center it in the lava. So there we go. Reflex save. Uh, 39, so I succeed, and I move five feet towards the center. Boo. I'm going to use a hero point make you re-roll that. All right, make the save. And keep the worst. 38. So it's still a success, but I do move five feet. Yeah. Boo. Okay. This is going to be a hard fight for y'all. I'm just going to let you know. Yay. <laughs> so Knife Sword moved and he cast. That's his turn. It is Ooh's turn. All right, Ooh, you got this. I got this. I'm going to not die. I promise. Two steps in, one step back. A strike. That'll miss a 32. I would like to re-roll that. All right. Go ahead and use a hero point. It's my last hero point, I think, right? Nope, you have one more. Oh, no. This is your last hero point. I'm sorry. That's my last hero point, kids. 37. Miss. What? Wow. Rolling a 10 on your first attack and missing is rough. Yeah. Who wrote this book? Is this James Sutter? <laughs> <laughs> Linda Zayas Palmer. <laughs> One of the other, like, head writers at Paizo. All right. Well, we'll just swing it again anyway. This one is 41. That is a hit. A hit? A hit. A hit. A hit. All right. I got 31, plus I have four damage die. So that makes it 35. Yes, her aura now gives us plus four instead of plus two. All right. And that's my turn, my whole turn. And you said that was 30, it gives you plus four. All right, Matt, it is your turn. Okay, so I don't know where things are. So I'm gonna open the door to my west. Oh shit, there it is. <laughs> ah! All right, so I'm gonna move there. 15 feet to the west to be adjacent to this critter. And then I guess I'll hit it. Weird. Okay. Go, go, go. I'm trying to think of something else I could do, but yeah, it was barely injured. Okay. Hit it. 18 on the die for a 46. Oh, come on. Oh, nice. yeah. 46 will hit. Nice. All right. 38 damage, 29 piercing, 5 sonic, 4 electricity, and I'll put precise debilitation on them. And you are in ooze martial aura. That is correct. So plus 4, so it becomes 42. Don't say I never did nothing for you. Appreciate it. Fuck this guy. And then Taysani is going to go. 
All right, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50, 55, 60. So Tesani swoops around the bottom of the southern end of the room behind Twin Talon and comes up opposite uh, Ooh to give her and possibly Brianna flanking on their turns. Nice. Plus two pterodactyl. Man. Nice. <laughs> Plus two pterodactyl. So, oh, you opened the door, you moved, and you swung. Next up is Soraya. I'm gonna recall knowledge on this thing, first and foremost, so I know what to best hit it with. All right. Give me a religion check. Okay, not my worst skill, so here's that. So 29. 29. So this is called a accursed forge spur. This is a common neutral evil, large fire undead. You may ask me one question. What undead? Fire. Fire, okay. Weaknesses. Weaknesses. It has no weaknesses. All right, so not weak to anything, but it is fire and it's evil. And undead. And undead. Do, 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 do. We're going to go back to the bottled sunlights if that's the case, because it'll do positive and good. Oh no, it does fire damage. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You hit it with a frost vial. Alrighty. I think I have to make one of those, so that'll be action two. We make bomb action three, we'll be real bomb. Okay, you are really far away. How far can you throw? Oh, I can throw like 60 feet. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I got the, I got the increased range thing. Well, that's very cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's 50 feet away. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Like, when you said you don't want to use fire, I think you're absolutely right, because it's got, like, fire coming out of his mouth. But I'm surprised it's not, like, weak to cold or anything. Yeah. I could also try a thunderstone. Well, no, I think I think your frost file is a good idea. I'm just surprised that, that when you look for its weaknesses, it doesn't have any. Yeah, which is why I usually look for that first. But whatever. All right. Here we are. Here we are indeed. Crafting. Actually, sorry. It's 50 feet away. I only have a range of 30 feet. Sorry. So I'm going to move a little bit closer and use one of the things I already had crafted, which we do have a fast file crafted. Perfect. That is usually one of my make it first thing in the morning. Also, you said this is a common undead creature? Yes, it did. That is a hit, Christine. But a 43 is a regular hit. Nice. All right. So damage. Boom. It's taking 11 cold damage, 3 cold splash, and its movement is reduced by 10 feet. Very nice. All right. It looks like that actually did more damage than you expected. No, I do have a 60-foot range. I thought so. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking at the like the pop-up now. It's ranging from 60 feet. I thought that was true. Okay. Boom. I'm moving back to where I was because I didn't need to move up to do that. <laughs> good, good, good. Stay safe. This bites. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> Look, we, we established this with a hag fight. If I can just kite and keep throwing stuff, <laughs> someone will be around to get the rest of your asses up in the event that you fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So it did extra damage? It looks like it took more damage, yeah. But it's not weak to anything. Maybe you just rolled poorly on your religion check. Maybe. Very possible. Well, works so nice, I'll do it twice. <laughs> just surprised yourself. Oh, that, that actually worked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she kind of does it like... Like... Oh, I was not expecting that. Let's try one more time. Well then, once more with feeling. Exactly. Oh, nat 20. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Get it. Yeah. Ah. So does that critically hit? Yes. Okay, good. It's a miss. It's a miss. No. (laughs) Fucking good, right? I don't know if I can draw a card or not. Oh, there we go. Ha, ready? Ready? Uh, Bomb or spell. Target is slowed to for one round. Oh, nice. Ooh, you 
guys are getting this, these slows and stuns lately. They're game changers. They really are. Yeah. Then it takes combined 30 more cold damage from the splash and the crit damage. All right. That looks like it was also fairly effective. Whoop. Good job. Very nice round. Very useful. It's super effective. <laughs> He's now injured. All right. Next up is Haya. Brianna's turn. Brianna will take in what um, she has learned so far and pull up her blade to her lips and do a quick whispered prayer. And you see these like flaming, swirling sort of words kind of creep up in like this light as she casts Smite Evil. That's something I've not done in a hot minute. So I can set it up for the next time I hit him. Is that right? Well, so Smite Evil. Your ally becomes even more powerful against evil doers. Select one foe you can see until the start of your next turn. Your strikes with the weapon your blade ally inhabits against that foe deal an extra four good damage, increasing to six if you have master proficiency with the weapon. If the foe attacks one of your allies, the duration extends to the end of that foe's next turn. If the foe continues to attack your allies each turn, the duration continues to extend. So essentially, you cast it and all your attacks this turn are going to do extra damage. If he attacks anybody except for you, you just keep getting that extra damage, which is nice. Beautiful. So my first action was to turn that switch on. Second is to move up. So I'm flanking with uh, Bestie Tesani. And my final action is to swing. Swang. Swang. Ugh. I missed with a 36, I believe. So I'm going to give you my second hero point, giving me one last one to play with. And I'm going to try it again. Yep. Come on. Come on. Come on, Brianna. Big money. Nope. Still miss. It works now. 34. Well, we use the better of the two, but yes, it is still a miss. Well, then that's my turn. Good. Excellent. Excellent. So it's now this creature's turn. Oh, it's slow, too. So he loses two options. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. Well, in that case, it sees the new person and it can't reach the person who keeps throwing ice at it. So this chain comes whipping at Brianna. Yeah, don't hit anybody that hurt it. Hit, hit the new person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. It swings at ooh. We successfully go to Chan into keeping Kaya's smite evil bonus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Successful roll. And that is a critical hit. 45. Oof. Well, at least Brianna can liberate now. Uh, yes. I need a fortitude save, please. All right. Fort save. Fort save. 38. Oh, so it's almost a one. 38 is a success, which means it's a critical success. Nice. But here comes the pain. 62 points of damage. Minus 16. Uh, Okay. So 42 points of critical damage onto Ooh. Well, that's with a critical success or a success? That was with a critical success. This is just the damage from the chain. Right. You didn't take any damage from whatever this fort save is. And anybody within 15 who wants to move, please move. I will. Yep. Everyone but Brianna and Soraya can move. Staying right where I am. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Rob just stepped back. (laughs) 
It's like, ah, I'll see how hard this thing hits. I'm going to just... Um... Yeah, Nice Sword doesn't need to be next to anybody to do them harm. Yeah, exactly. He'd rather be in the next county and just be like, oh, cast counts. Cast. <laughs> Nuke it from orbit. Yeah, exactly. It's the only way. 500 feet. <laughs> All right. But they are no longer slowed because they lost two actions. That's all right. Oh, that was the best. That was awesome. <laughs> I know. I was all prepared to do something else. And I was like, oh, wait, I can't. God damn it. All right. Knife sword. It is your turn. Get him. I'm going to grab one of the anvils and throw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this telekinetic projectile? Because doesn't that go up by like a D6 for every level you have? It's stupid. It's telekinetic bombardment. Ah, right, right, right. The better version of that. Yep. If you thought the first one was broken, wait till you see the next one. <laughs> as soon as I get higher level spells, I'm going to heighten this puppy. Anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, it's your turn. You need. I need you to cast that spell as you throw the anvil. Cast that spell. Oh, right. Sorry. No worries. There you go. Uh, all right. Here comes our reflex. That is a regular success. Okay. So I take half damage. Oh, boy. That's a lot of dice that you just rolled there. Get him. So uh, half of 57. 28 points of damage. As you throw the anvil, you see that two of the slaves are actually tethered to it and they get flying by with them. No! Oops. Does the impact shatter whatever is tethering them? Yes, the chains break. Or the anvil. <laughs> I would just like to point out that on the map, you can't see the people chained to it. Correct. <laughs> we were told there were seven people in this room somewhere. But yeah, we were not told they were chained to the anvils. They're all toiling around, around the forge. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't tell us they were chained to the anvils they're toiling on. Also, it's seven people for four anvils. So someone doesn't have a buddy? I guess. Or there's four people on one anvil. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Rob, you have one more action. Magic missile. Rob, the only person I know who uses magic missile as a cantrip. <laughs> when you got spell slots to burn, you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this as a sixth level. Sixth level one action spell. There you go. Nine more points of force damage. <laughs> All right. He takes it, kind of staggers back without moving. All right. Ooh, it is your turn. It's my turn. Uh, three strikes and I'm out. Right? Right. Can I do a silencing strike? Does he have somatic components? I, I don't know that he does. You have not seen them cast anything <laughs> except chain. Chain to your face. That might be worth it just to possibly stun them. Which is also good. All right. Then I would like that. All right. And then you need to do a strike. Nice. Yeah. Four to five. That's a hit. And you have to make... Uh, fort save. Well, the funny thing about this is you don't actually have to hit to make them make a fort save. There's nothing in there that says if you hit, they make a fort save. You just make an attack and they make a fort save. So it's pretty cool. 48. Uh, yeah. Is that a regular or a critical success? Against my class DC? Yeah, it's a critical success. All right. Well, you still do damage. Yeah. Smash. Just a regular damage, right? Yep. All right. 35. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. All right. We will strike again. 38 to hit. Miss. Come on. And then, you know what? I don't care. We strike one more time. 35. And we miss. All right. All right. Matt, it is your turn. Okay. 
Very dramatic music. Okay, Twintalon is targeting this thing. It already has his precise debilitation on it, so he is going to attack again. If he has anything to say about it, it's not going to have another turn. Also, did she just she just hit it, didn't she? Who just hit it, or did she miss it twice? I hit it and then missed twice. Would you be okay if I went back and reactive murdered it? Yeah, I was going to remind you about that, but I didn't, so go ahead. Okay. What a guy. 40? 40 will hit. Dang. That is 35 plus 8 for my precise debilitation and plus 4 more from Ooze Dread Marshal Stance. So that's 43, 47 damage total. Sheesh. All right, now I'll take my turn. I'd like to attack this creature. Ugh, fine. 44 to hit. That'll hit. All right. So that's 42 plus 3 from precise debilitation is 45 plus 4 from... Who is 49 damage. Nice. Yes, King. And it's four from Ooh. Yes. So as you hit it, you see it dissipate into flames. <gasps> is that good or bad? Is it still there? And combat is over. No. Oh, awesome. Hey. Did it drop anything? Uh, yes. There is a spike chain a warhammer and full plate. All right, cool. So it just fell out of its clothes? Well, it was kind of like a ghost undead thing, so it dissipated and the armor just kind of fell and the weapons kind of fell. Well done. They're large size items though, right? They're for a large size creature. Uh, they are medium. They're medium? Even though he was large? They specifically say in the entry, chain, medium. Huh. Warhammer, medium, full plate, medium. Okay. Maybe it was in his pockets. Maybe. Yeah, this isn't his equipment. He's just holding it for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess bagdy bag bag. I swear, it's not mine. <laughs> now that combat's over, can we make a religion check to see if maybe we know what this is or anything else about it? Yeah, go ahead. Since Soraya was like, no weaknesses. <laughs> clearly. I knew a little bit about it. Clearly. I knew I knew that it was an accursed horse for thingy. Yeah. That's true. I assume it was not incorporeal, by the way. No, it was not incorporeal. Brianna rolled a 30. 30. Okay. You actually succeed. And like Soraya, who critically failed. Oh no. I got like a 27 or something. Like, it was not that far off of 30. Twin Talon rolled a natural one. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, Twin Talon, you not only don't know what this is, you think you should go swimming in the cold lava over there. <laughs> well, I guess I'm an idiot. Bye-bye. This is indeed an accursed forge spurned. This is a rare, neutral, evil, large, fire, undead creature. And you may ask one question. Weaknesses. <laughs> It's weak to cold for 10 extra damage. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, my relationship was a 29. How did I critically fail? Because you rolled 10 under the success. But she succeeded with a 30. Oops, I can't read. Sorry. <laughs> Christine, you didn't critically fail. My bad. I'll give you a hero point. Fuck you, dude. I'll give you a hero point. I'll give you a hero point. Well, now I'm starting to question everything. <laughs> As well you should. Was that reflex save at the beginning really that high? <laughs> the only thing I can't automate on this thing so far is the knowledge rolls. So, you know. But you handled it. We did. 
Okay, so I guess we should free these people? That would be good. I guess. I'm going to check on the two that were flung across the room with the anvil. Yeah, I will go with you. They're very disoriented. They have a couple bumps and bruises, but overall, surprisingly, they're okay. I'm going to give each of them a tart. (laughs) And I'll check around the anvils. Okay, so as you check around the anvils, you notice that the other five people are chained up. You also find what looks like a shield hanging from hooks on the wall of this room. When you say it looks like a shield, what do you mean by that? I mean, it is a shield. Okay. But it looks like it's an incredible quality. Okay. I'll go up and take it. It's mine. I'll put it in my bag. My secret bag that no one knows about. Wink, wink, wink. When Ooh talks about a bag and winks a lot, I get a little concerned. <laughs> this, as soon as you pick it up, you notice that it is much lighter than what you think it should be. Huh. All right, I'll put it in my bag for now. Okay. I have put it on your character sheet. Hooray! Did you put the other guy's stuff on my character sheet? Oh, the stuff that from the accused forge spurned? I can. I put it in the group loot. Heidi, the shield is called the Unusual Shield. Can we attempt to identify it in any way if she shows it to us? If she shows it to you guys, yeah, absolutely. Not yet. I'm pretty sure Ooh's the only one that got walloped in that fight, right? Yeah. So while Brianna and Soraya and Knife Sword are, are attending to the people who've been captured, Twin Talon and Taysani are going to go up to Ooh, and Twin Talon's going to cast Heal Animal and then transfer that to Ooh to heal her. And then he's going to refocus. All right. Woohoo! Now my nips are all hard. What's that? Nothing. Excited for our date. It's 83 healing. And then Twin Talon will refocus. All right. If there's any additional healing that needs to be done, Brianna will happily do that. Yeah, I think it was the only person that got hit. I only have like one heal per per 10 minutes. So when there's only one person, I'm pretty good at that. Okay. Well, then Brianna will go focus on the prisoners then, whoever needs healing. Now that we're actually here in the forge room and there are some that were working it, can we get a better idea of what they were being told to make was? Yes. So as you go around and unchain them, I'm assuming, you see that you talk to them and they tell you that they were trying to craft more shields like the one that was hanging on the wall. Okay. I look around and see there is a shield on the wall. There is an outline. There is soot on the wall, and then there's like a spot that's clean that looks like a shield should have gone there. Did anyone see a shield on the wall? Who? What? Who? Me. And I see the shield. Okay. <laughs> so I pull it out of my bag. <laughs> you can roll any of the skills I posted, so any of the magic skills to try and identify what type of shield this is. Soraya cannot identify this. Can anybody take a look at it? Yeah, anyone. Well, in the meantime, she'll ask him, well, what's, what's so special about this shield that, that they wanted to uh, recreate a number of times, apparently? They were trying to unlock the magic within it, and they were unsuccessful. You see in the corner a pile of just, like, shields that look like there's, like, molten magma in the middle. They're just chucked to the side because they clearly did not work. Brianna and Knife Sword, you both recognize this type of shield. It is called a reforging shield. This steel shield contains a smoldering core of magma that never cool. When the reforging shield's current hit points are below its break threshold, the shield recovers five hit points at the start of its wielder's turn each round until it is no longer broken. Each time the character repairs the shield, the shield recovers double the number of hit points. The shield has hardness 15, 120 hit points, and break threshold of 60. 
Wow. That's awesome. Who currently has it? Grabby hands. <laughs> it was going to be a gift for Brianna. <laughs> and it was going to be a surprise. <laughs> it's fine. Brianna, I found something for you. I'm sorry, my love. That's very kind. Ooh, thank you very much. It's best to make sure there's nothing further that's perhaps nefarious about this if they're making slaves. Doesn't look like they were very successful. So they explained that now since they couldn't unlock the magic behind the reforging portion of it, that's why there's just a heap of steel shields in the corner that are just like trying to be that, but unsuccessful. Have a hole melted through the middle or a giant weak spot because of it. Yeah, essentially. Hiya, I'm assuming you want to switch from the spine shield to the reforging shield? Sure. I don't know. I can't brain right now. I'll hold on to it because I feel like I have another shield that I like. If one breaks, I immediately like swap on over. If the other breaks, I swap on over. So. Well, the nice thing about the reforging shield is it has a higher durability than any other shield you have or higher hardness. So 15 versus I think six. And it has a ton of hit points. So you don't have to worry about these little like 30 attacks just like shattering your shield. As long as it has at least one hit point left, it'll just eventually heal itself. Yeah, that's the other thing is I saw this in the list of things that you guys got and I was like, wow, that's really good. It's only worth 6,000 gold or something, you know, whatever. I can assume if they were trying to uh, overtake the world above and hoping to arm arm their army with these unbreakable shields. Yeah. What's this way? And Twin Town's going to point down the hallway to the southwest. Looks like it goes off the map. That goes, you know, below Kovlar, under the settlement's walls and into Sagarak proper. Oh, great. But we are exhausted from working here and not getting sleep. We would love for you to escort us back to the Temple of Torag, where we can get some assistance. Yes, yes, of course. You notice that there's a couple non-dwarves down here. What are they? Various types of humanoids. There's like an elf. There's a couple humans. Where'd you folks come from? We're all merchants who were traveling down here to make some deals with the citizens of Kovlar, but we were captured and they brought us through that tunnel to the south through Sagarak and here. The group that captured us, they have their own camp out in Sagarak. Well, I suppose we know where we're going next. And for the record, since I didn't get to finish what I was saying, Brianna will probably hold on to the shield right now, but since there is such connotation with it, she probably will not wield it right away. So I think if there's nothing further for us to clear, we should ensure that this group of hostages is taken to safety. We would very much appreciate you taking us to the temple. Well, we can um, bring the other two along too. Do a little question them first or just bring them back to the regions? Yeah, we could question them on the way. I don't know if they're still unconscious. We don't necessarily have to question them now. Although, if we don't question them now, we may never see them again. That was my thought. Okay. So, on the way, I guess we can definitely question them while we're guiding the other folk to the temple. Sure. All right, so you guys head back out into Kovlar. So, before we do that, Twin Talon would like to, at the mouth of this tunnel, just place some rocks or debris in kind of an inconspicuous way. If someone came through, like it would show that there was some, like someone had come and gone. Because I assume we're coming back here and then have to go down that tunnel to wherever it leads to, right? That's the thought? Yes. So yeah, he's just going to put some debris kind of arranged in a way that is specific so that if we come back and someone has come here and then back, we'll know that someone has been through. All right. That's going to take you a little bit of time to set up, like 10 minutes, nothing major, but you feel pretty. Give me a secret survival check. 
just so I can know how well you did. There we go. All right. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Right. So you've set a, I'm not going to say set a trap, but set like a way to track people if they come through here. Okay. Great. So you lead them all out of this forge and take them back up to the surface. You lead them to the temple of Torag where they're immediately rushed into being taken care of by the clerics there. The head of the regents here, Keldra, comes up and says, Oh, thank you so much. We just got word that everyone missing has been returned. Zamak just returned and spoke with the head of their guild, and they're very happy that they've returned. They really wanted to give you... And they open their hand, and there is a pink rhomboid Aeon stone sitting there. What to do? That is a good question, because every cut and color does something different. So the first thing it does is float around your head, which is pretty cool. Pink rhomboid. When you invest this stone, you gain 15 temporary hit points. The stone effects are suppressed. You lose any temporary hit points remaining until it returns. Temporary hit points refresh during your daily preparations. They do not refresh if you reinvest the stone or invest another pink rhomboid Aeon stone before then. The resident power allows you to cast the stabilized cantrip as an innate spell. There you go. So 15 temporary hit points you get once a day and the stabilized cantrip. That's not bad for, you know, grabbing someone and saving them. Mm-hmm. That's useful for anybody. Yeah. I just got a pretty shield, so and any all. Yeah. <laughs> I might be at my limit of invested items. I have to check. Well, how about we do this? Why don't you all think about it? And then, I don't know, I'll pick a random uh, next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Next week, you guys can decide who gets it. Okay. Sounds great. Anyway, bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackdiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs>